Triple Play Fantasy's football show with D. Mindy, Brastadamus, Doc, and Johnny Foosball starts now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. Use code TRIPLEPLAY22 at checkout to get 10% off all the tools over at FantasyPoints.com. Fantasy Points Media Group is live. They are thriving with the start of the season here. If you're into DFS, they had a ton of great DFS stuff come out over the weekend. You got to see Dan Brown Dan, at Dan Brown NFL talk about the main slate. You also got to see Scott Barrett's breakdown, Wes Huber's advanced metrics and leans, all stuff to help you win cold, hard cash for your DFS lineups. On top of that, they also have a lineup of shows every week, cashing points. They also have points uh, spread betting, weekend tailgate. There's so much great stuff over there, so make sure you check out Fantasy Points, Media Group, and FantasyPoints.com. Tell, all them right, back- tell them the promo code. Up. You troll. Back uh, back with you guys. I don't think you said the promo code, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you did. Back uh, with week two here. We are uh, feeling good after our week one here. I think we saw a lot of our fantasy teams do well. Our real-life teams, I think two of us had our real-life teams pull out wins. Other two had heartbreakers. That's okay. Uh, how are you guys feeling? Johnny Foosball, Doc, Bradster, Domus, I fellas? I got to say, a moral victory for the Raiders. Derek Carr played the worst game of his career, and they still had a shot to win. I mean... That's, that's true. That's if, if your quarterback throws the three picks and fumbles it, you know, two times, you expect to lose by a lot, not five. Devontae Adams going to get seventeen targets every week. Hey, that just means if it has to happen, it can. And if the <laughs> ball gets spread around a little bit more, maybe they'll do better. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders are going to be an interesting team to watch this year. They're like, I think, the hardest team for me to, to get a pulse on. Just like, are they a ten and seven team? Are they? 11 and six. Yeah. Are they worse than that? They're a good team. I don't know. And, and Doc, your 49ers, they come out there against the Chicago Bears and they just fall flat. I mean, it's a monsoon game. Have you seen the video of the guy eating popcorn? <laughs> I haven't. Uh, so obviously, it's like intense rain. And this guy's just standing under like the awning and rain is just coming down super hard into his popcorn and he's just eating it. You got to Google it after. It's hilarious. I'll See, check it we out. need to produce it. That'll be a perfect time to actually put in the video. Jamie, Jamie, cut it in. Yeah. <laughs> we don't support that. We need, a, we need a Jamie. <laughs> that would be That's perfect. the only good thing about the 49ers game. We'll be, we'll be fine, but that was a little bit of a – well, actually, we won't be fine if we keep getting hurt. That's a different story for another day. Yeah, you guys, I think for some reason, have you and the Eagles and the Chargers, I feel like always have the, the worst injury luck of anybody. Uh, but let's talk about some, let's let's start out the show here. We always do every single week now this season with our wow moment. And that's now that we had our week one in the books, we can look back. And what was that wow moment for everybody here? Johnny, why don't we kick it off with you? What made you uh, say those three letters together here? A collective wow moment at just the inept kicking it was I've never seen a week like it where I would switch to another game because they're lining up for a field goal and I, I want to watch something else. And then I check a score later and that field goal did not go in. That point after attempt was blocked. Like it's just I've never seen so much chaos based solely around the kickers. 
Yeah, it was nuts. I mean, the Texans and Colts game that went into overtime and they tied because of the ineptitude of the kickers and the Steelers and the Bengals, same type of thing. Almost like nobody wanted to win there. Doc, what about you? What was your wow moment? Uh, I don't know if this is a wow moment, but it's already week one and the entire AFC South is trash. Um, I I want to give credit. I'll have to look after the show and see who tweeted this. But the entire AFC South went week one without a win and two of the teams played each other. I saw that. Yeah, it's pretty funny when you look at it like that. Too good to lose. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brad? I think I'm going with your boy, man. I, I think my wild moment would probably be how the Chiefs offense didn't miss a beat. I expected them to have a bit of a learning curve with the new guys, but everyone fit in and they have more weapons than they they probably ever had, to be honest. You know, you can't just key in on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey anymore. There's at least four or five guys that could hurt you. Kelsey's only superstar weapon left. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's pump the brakes. I called the Chiefs shellacking the Cardinals, but the Cardinals suck. Well, what do you think about the Chargers then this week? What are they going to do against them? That's my uh, bet of the day. Or my bet yeah, of the that's day. oh okay, that's all one right. Of my bets too. <laughs> a little tease there. Okay, my wow moment. I went back and forth on what I wanted to figure. It was like first Nathaniel Hackett's unbelievably bad oh, time is, management. DK Metcalf getting thirty six right. yards and a fumble. Am I that, the I mean, only that, one that? Am I the only one that's just not that? I I don't. I'm not mad at it. Like the dude barely missed. It was to the left a little bit. It's yeah, not but the result. You... It's more of the process and that you paid him $236 million and you have a fourth and five with the game on the line and you didn't and you give him the ball. Him. Yeah. But it doesn't. Or but why, he, why do you not call He almost out? made the kick. If why he had made the kick, we wouldn't be saying out, anything. No, but, I would still be complaining about because it, it makes no sense. A 64 yarders, like it used to be a record setting length. Like it's not an easy made, kick. He made he, 61 last year. Yeah, and but it's not in Denver either. All right, He's all right, Brad. Have you have you seen this sixty, Brad? Have you what? seen this tweet by Warren Sharp, Brad? No. What does it say? Okay, is so it, this is uh, it with one eleven that they have three timeouts left. No, no, no. This they, is this. I want to give credit to Warren Sharp. I've heard a couple people use this tweet today. So just uh, for reference for Brad here. So he said Brandon McManus in his career from sixty-two yards out. 2016 miss, 2018 miss, 2021 miss, 2019 miss, 2022 miss, 2021 miss. I don't care. He, he's literally missed he made, every, he made, all six field goals from 62 six, yards out. I, I want my kicker made, to keep kicking because he if made you stop 61, kicking, you lose. He made 61 last year, and he literally was like two inches away from making it this year. I don't think it's insane to just kick Wasn't the field it raining, goal, and though? they really almost made it. In addition, the kickers in NFL history are two for 41 on 64 yards or longer. But at the same time, like you could, I don't know what the stats are of like fourth and five historically. Probably, like probably better than two for 41. Probably better than a four percent. Probably better, rate. but Russell <laughs> Wilson is also on a new team. Like it's not, it's not like he's, you know, a, a bona fide. But that's you know, the point. Maybe you take that kick with Drew Locke at quarterback, but not with Russell Wilson. I agree. That's yeah. the point. I, I wanna, but he wasn't playing that well anyway. Like, what do you mean he wasn't playing that well? He wasn't playing that well. Like the wide receiver, he didn't really come on until the second half anyway. <laughs> he like, didn't target. Sixty nine percent of his passes complete. One touchdown. No interceptions. <laughs> no. Two he sacks. Threw, he threw everything to what, tight ends. You're asking him, and to he get threw five a jump yards. ball to Judy. Barely it wasn't even to Judy. Yeah. 
I want to bring attention to Albert's comment here because he actually was reading where I was going to actually go with this. I was going to do Hackett, but instead I wanted to talk about Saquon Barkley. Eric's who, the biggest hater is now proven wrong. Yeah, <laughs> who oh, came out there, dumb. came out there and balled out. Not, not did he just not have 18 carries for 164 yards and a touchdown, averaging over nine yards a carry. He also had four forced missed tackles in this game, 6.83 yards after contact per attempt. Four explosive runs, which an explosive run is 10 or more yards. It's a made-up uh, statistic. <laughs> and then he also had six receptions on seven targets. I mean, this guy, and if you all you needed to see was him on that two-point conversion where they were coming in on him on the pitch, and he made the very last-minute decision as soon as he caught it to like step back, two defenders caved in to where he would have just been smashed in the backfield, and then he avoided that and went in. Like Saquon Barkley is back. And I think he stays this way as long as they don't give him like 30 touches a week and let and run him into the ground. That's the only way where I think this doesn't stay. What do you guys think? I think he's back, but he's not going to do this week in and week out. I mean, that's just record setting. He's he's a <laughs> smash play for me this next week. Yeah, you start him, but I don't expect you know 170 yards each week. No, so, not, but. I'll admit I got to take an L because I did not think he was going to produce like that. I do think the Tennessee is below average in run stopping. They did lose Harold Landry before the year, and they really faltered at the end of last season. Um, my main thing with Saquon is, like you said, David, can you limit his workload so that he's going to be effective all season? He had 24 touches in this game. I'd say if they can get him in the 15 to 20 most games, then um, hopefully he stays healthy. But that's like a big thing, like – Really good week one. If he keeps this up, I'm going to take the biggest L ever. But part of the, the concern with him is the injuries also. Carolina, he's playing this week, who just literally got torn up for, like, I want to say it was close to 200 rushing yards between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb had 140 by himself. Yeah, I, I mean, he's going to be, I think, the easiest DFS play next week for me. For they me. have... The Giants have no reason, like they're not incentivized to limit his workload at all. Like he's in a contract year, essentially. They're either going to extend him, and in which case, if they do extend him, they're going to use him up before he's 30. And if they don't extend him, they're going to use him up before he hits the free agency market. So I, I think they're going to pound the they're going to pound the rock with him. He's not going to have 170 yards each week, but he's going to be in a great spot this week. Um, I had him in my top 10 for fantasy running backs this year, and I, I, a lot of people did. I, I understand why, you know, Doc was uh, hesitant. I, I don't think that was the wrong decision. You know, we're kind of playing the result at this point, and it's only one week. So um, we'll see how it goes. But I, I think he's in a great spot to smash again this week. For sure. Uh, a lot of great stuff from week one, but let's go on to our next topic. Your favorite fantasy plays for a brand, you could talk about quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Your favorite fantasy play this week outside of an obvious guy. And Doc, let's start with you and somebody who's going to get a, an expanded role, it sounds like, on Thursday night. Yeah, so it's Josh Palmer. And, I mean, we had Austin Eckler on the pod, a plug if you haven't heard that interview. And David asked him, he said, who's someone that's flying <laughs> under the radar this year? And he said Josh Palmer is going to put up some numbers. And Austin Eckler comes at it from a fantasy football perspective. Keenan Allen was the leading receiver for the Chargers, even after getting hurt, four for 66. Justin Herbert threw for 279 yards. Doesn't sound like Keenan Allen's going to play this week, maybe future weeks beyond this. And the over-under is 54 points. So it could be a high-scoring shootout. Um, I think the Chargers are, or uh, Josh Palmer especially is a smash play. 
Yeah, Josh Palmer is going to be a nice play, and if Not he's out there on your waiver, Carter, Eric? nah. <laughs> he, I would say if Josh Palmer's on your waiver wire, you got to pick him up. Uh, he's gonna he's a nice depth piece to have on your team at the very least. And then if someone gets hurt for the Chargers, like we're seeing with Keenan Allen, he's somebody that's I think a really solid flex option. The, the two games the Chargers and Chiefs played last year, actually the three, 34 to 28, 30 to 24, 38 to 21. They don't play low-scoring games. Mm-hmm. Brad, who is your favorite fantasy play this week? I don't know if it's favorite, but somebody I really like is is Hayden Hurst for Cincinnati. Um, mm. The Cowboys are awful. The defense doesn't look good, and neither does the offense. Um, I don't know if the Bengals are hitting on all cylinders with the holes in their offensive line, so I don't expect a blowout in Cincy's favor either. Either. Last week against the Steelers, Hayden just got five catches on eight targets. He's kind of stepped into that CJ Uzoma role very well, and he's got a great rapport with Burrow already. Um, I'd expect him to repeat that performance against the Cowboys this week, if not exceed it. All right, Hayden Hurst is a nice little dart throw there I like. And Johnny, we saw this guy in a sloppy game in Chicago really shine in here in this game and see somebody that if you picked up in draft season, you're sitting pretty right now. Who's your guy? Yeah, I, it definitely is a becoming a bona fide uh, flex play. Uh, Khalil Herbert. I mean, he had a fantastic efficiency in monsoon conditions last week. He's even proved in limited time last year. He still has it. You know, they pretty much didn't miss a lot when David Montgomery was out switching to Khalil Herbert. And I really do think he's going to slowly take over more and more of that role and they're playing the Packers who don't have a terrible rush defense but they did just give up you know a fair chunk of change to the Vikings dual running backs too so what's to say that this dual running back can't get uh some good flex points for you all right I like it Khalil Herbert a nice call there oh the nice echo too to uh (laughs) the last guy we'll talk about here Curtis Samuel, I think, could be a nice uh, guy that I like this week here. He led Washington in targets in week one, 10 targets, eight catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown. He also can get rushing work. The Detroit Lions are really bad against number one wide receivers, and I know you're thinking number one wide receiver should be Terry McLaurin. One number one wide receiver could be Jahan Dotson, who both scored in this game as well. Jahan Dotson with two touchdowns, but... Carson Wentz, this is his first year quarterbacking the Washington team, the Commanders, and Curtis Samuel could be his number one. You never know. The quarterback targets the guy that they like the most, and if Samuel becomes the number one for Washington, the Lions, again, really struggle against the number one wide receiver for teams. He could be someone you could flock to if Terry McLaurin is where everybody starts going, thinking he's the guy. I would kind of pivot off and go Curtis Samuel be a little contrarian there, so he's the guy I really like this week. All right, let's now talk a little bit more betting as we're getting to the second half of the show here. Betting. Oh, yeah. It's illegal (laughs) in some states, but now it's legal where I live, which is kind of cool. So let's talk about your favorite spread pick for the week. And I didn't give one last week, I think. So, uh, or it was you you gave a spread pick and you were wrong on it. No, I was right. I was right on it. Oh, maybe. According to Brad's graphic, I was correct. He was right. I think he was right. The Ravens. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to give it. a player prop, and I'll give a spread pick. So our spread pick is going to be our favorite one, the lock-in that we think is going to hit. And let's start with you, Brad. What is your spread pick that you think is a lock this week? Uh, 
Is he thinking or is he frozen? He's thinking real hard, but we'll take over for him. Uh, Eric, <laughs> you can get both right there. <laughs> I like the Bengals minus seven. Um, they're playing at Dallas. Cincinnati just lost last week. Who knows what we're going to see out of Cooper Rush. C.D. Lamb, even before Dak got hurt, didn't look like a bonafide wide receiver one. Looks like T. Higgins might be trending to play. I think Cincinnati just comes out firing and, and has a statement win. I I think the crazy part is I just saw something while I was looking for the actual lines here. The Bengals, before the Monday night's action, they were plus two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Cowboys. Yeah. Let me know what site that is. Well, not anymore. It changed throughout the Monday, but I just thought uh, that was very a very quick swing. <laughs> that's a good pick, Doc, with Cooper Rush there. Uh, touched seven and a half point favorites is not enough. I think that's a great call. Johnny, what about you? Well, I know this is going to cause me to go 0-3, but I've got the Chargers plus four. I think that they have one of the most talented rosters in the league. I mean, the defense, as long as it's healthy, looks fantastic. And the offense looks, you know, Justin Herbert-esque. So at that point, I think it's going to be an extremely close game. Maybe a last-second field goal loses it for them. Maybe they pull out a win. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Uh, Ooh, the echo's back. But, yeah, I think that's an interesting call. Uh, You know I'm not going to agree with it, but – that's uh that it's gonna be a good game regardless. Brad, are you back with us? I'm back. Vegas cut me off, man. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the Jets. So they're six point dogs against the Browns. Um, I like a Jets joke as much as the next person, but in all honesty, they didn't look bad against the Ravens. The Ravens obviously have a stout defense, so the nine points last week doesn't scare me off, especially when Flacco threw for an astounding 59 times. That's crazy, and it's not enough people are talking about it. The Browns just beat the Panthers, but they didn't look like a dominant team. They just barely escaped Baker's comeback. So I, I can absolutely see a world where the Jets cover that six-point spread. Is it in Cleveland? I believe uh, so. Does anybody think there was a little NFL conspiracy to try and give Cleveland the win? No. No, I think Because they, they got yeah, two Baker's really there. lucky calls on that last drive. They did. They did get some lucky calls. I'll give you that. But I think it's better if Baker is roughing the passer, which was a little iffy at best. And then the uh, no intentional grounding. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. I, I should have uh, had for my wow moment, the survivor pool of how much uh, <laughs> of how crazy it was week one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not. Uh... Did you have the Steelers? Or, I mean, did you have the Bengals, Eric? Uh, so we had 10 entries and somebody did pick the Bengals, but, uh, there was a pool of 5,000 people and, uh, 3,400 got eliminated. So wow. <laughs> all right, Jasper checking in here. What's up, Jasper Steelers pulling out a nice victory week one here. What up, Jasper? I, uh, what, what were you saying, Brad? I said, what up, Jasper? So I was thinking about between two picks. I was looking at the bills minus 10 versus the Titans. I think they're going to absolutely destroy the Titans. Um, but I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints at plus three over the Tampa Bay Bucks. Ooh, who looked like that. awful on Sunday night. And the only reason people aren't talking about it is because the Cowboys looked worse. But if you want the recent history versus the Saints and the Bucks, the Saints. There was no touchdown last time they played. The Saints have won seven of the last, uh, seven of the last eight meetings versus them. So they've had their number, and 
for some reason Tom Brady cannot play against the uh, the, Sa- the Saints. I don't know why. He, obviously, Chris Godwin is not going to play in this game. And when he gets to the panhandle, it's why he can't play against um, Florida teams either. That's right. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And ultimately, when I look at this, the Saints have a really good defense. And I think they're going to give him fits all day with that decimated offensive line. I think it's going to be ever, a. Go did ahead, we Brad. ever find out what was up with that eleven-day uh, vacation? Never came out. Rumor get... is he got a facelift because doesn't his face look different? <laughs> it does look different. It does look different. Rigged, my guy. What's up, man? Rigged. Always blessed. Oh, I'm zero and one in Rigs fantasy league, man. <laughs> he said, uh, Aaron our... Rodgers let me down. Wait, Brad, are you gonna are you gonna continue to check the team or no? Of course. In our Discord, look, he. I, uh, look, I'm one to know against you, by the way. <laughs> in our Discord, he Before put said, uh, he sent a picture to me and Doc with three screenshots. He's like, "If you guys can't guess which team is Brad's, uh, I'll be disappointed." <laughs> All I see was which one had Marcus Mariota on it, and I was like, All right, that's <laughs> <team."> <laughs> "Wait, Brad, where do you want to know against me?" Uh, the eleven amateurs and one pro league. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I did lose to you. You did, yeah. Brad's the pro, right? right? Of course, uh, trash I talking. Dave, I love it. Dave was insinuated as the pro, but it's really me. I don't know. I'm ahead in the standings right now. Uh, you are. Okay. I'm in second right now. I so I think Kevin outscored me. That was the only one. Uh, my so we did our favorite spreads. Let's talk some player props. So I'm gonna run through some games here, and I'm sorry I sound nasal. I've been sick the last couple of days here. Uh, let's talk about Chargers Chiefs first. And right now, that's the Chiefs my are... prop. Oh, Brad, you take it away, my friend. You, what's yeah, your prop? I'll, I'll go from here. So, um, Pat Mahomes is actually minus 105 on Caesars to throw over two and a half touchdowns this Thursday against cool. the Chargers. Uh, he's coming off a five touchdown performance, and there's going to be pressure to score against the Chiefs, the Chargers offense, just like last week against the Cards. Um, the Chiefs only run the ball for balance at this point. So I don't really fear any rushing touchdown vultures, especially when they use that shovel pass as an extension of the run, but it actually counts as a pass anyway. So um, I, I think that's an easy <laughs> over this week. I know you hate it, Johnny. I know you hate it. But uh, yeah, man. I, so I, I just love the the over two and a half touchdowns for Pat Mahomes this week. But as you can see below, I'm 0-2, so you might have to fade me. <laughs> well, Johnny, let me ask you. So Pat Mahomes' interceptions over – over a half interception is minus 104. You take oh, it there. over. <laughs> the secondary is fantastic in Los Angeles. Let me ask you, Doc, because you had Josh Palmer as your guy this week. So looking at receiving yards for uh for the Chargers here, as like if I can uh pull it up, let me see. Total receiving yards. I don't know why I'm only seeing Austin Eckler as the only charger on there. He's not even on the odds. That's oh, weird. Secret. He's the only one who's catching a ball, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're trying to tell us something. <laughs> uh, all right. So then let's, uh, let's talk about some other player props. So let's go to the Giants and Panthers game since I talked up Saquon Barkley. And I want to see what his player props are right now. So Saquon Barkley's prop bets are... Come on, baby. I was going to say fantastic job of, of stalling by repeating it again. So 
what we're doing now is I'm looking at Saquon Barkley's prop bets. And I'm pulling them up right now. And, and you know, this site has Saquon Barkley, you know, <laughs> various different lines, you know, very different prop bets. But the one I'm looking for right now is take it away, David. They don't have any player props. They just have prop bets. <laughs> oh, come on. They have a New York Giants. They don't put any prop bets on here. I told you it's probably Isn't too anybody... early in the week for player props. I looked on my site too. Well, we had the uh, oh, so anybody, the only one we have anybody this, watching this is in college or something. We need a we need an intern to help produce this show. We do. I mean, let's so we only have one game. We can look at the player props. Okay, let me ask you guys: first touchdown score of the Chiefs Chargers game. If without telling you the odds, who would you pick? Me, well, it's not Armin. fun because just choose the most likely. The the odds is the fun part. Getting a good return. Okay, so I'll read the odds. Uh, Rick says spot on. Very outplayed Rodgers. And TV 12 knows equals the Saints. Yep, fade. I'm fading Brady. And Jasper says out in the yard finishing up Treehouse, Deer Stand for the boys and myself. 001, so lost 23-24, my only football team this year. And uh he says, sweet intro, Johnny. Love, love that announcement for that. Okay, so the uh <coughs> the odds. <coughs> I'm gonna die. The first touchdown feeling, score is Austin Eckler has the best odds at plus 420. Travis Kelsey plus 430, Clyde Edwards-Elair, plus 675, Juju Smith-Suster, plus 750, Mike Williams, plus 800, Nicole Hardman, 850, MVS, 900, Gerald Everett, 950, Josh Palmer, 1,000, McKinnon, 1,500, Sony Michelle, 1,900, and then obviously we're getting Sky Moore, 2,400. What about uh, uh, for Mahomes and Herbert rushing? Uh, two thousand for Herbert, two uh, twenty three hundred for Mahomes. I think that's I, that's me, good odds on either of those, to be honest. For me, like because it'll be like a complete crap. Like I have no edge to know who the first score would be. I'd probably go with my favorite value. I like Palmer at one thousand a lot. I Brad's like going Williams at plus eight hundred at a lot. Mike so, well, this will be our was terrible last week. This will be our prop this week. He See was. if we can hit on the first touchdown. Let's do it. Okay. So Brad has Josh Palmer. Doc oh, well, I got to get on the board and not be over. So I'll just go Kelsey and, and chalk up an easy dub. Oh, okay. Are you? We Kelsey. should have this be the continuing thing. So like you bet 10 imaginary dollars. <laughs> so like we, we would keep we'll track. Do one of the one unit. Season. One unit. All right. I'll have a, uh, I'll go Gerald Everett plus 950. All right. We're locked in. Our player yeah, props. You guys in. are going to be losing. I'm going to be winning when there's some stupid shovel pass touchdown. <laughs> the only time you're going to be rooting for a shovel pass touchdown. <laughs> NBA Rick says, bet Seattle leading NFC West for second week in a row. Roll Seattle over San Francisco, Doc. Woo! San Francisco looked awful. I know, I've never been a fan of Trey Lance. I think he's got great rushing upside, but I'm just – I don't know. Maybe I, I shouldn't be judging them off those terrible conditions last week, but um, they both played in those conditions, and Justin's Fields didn't look as as bad. So I have no idea what to expect out of uh, uh, San Francisco, but I, I definitely think Seattle looks like the better team so far. It is Let's... absolutely crazy that everybody is defining Trey Lance's career from the, By the three way, games that he started. By <laughs> the way, David, haven't I said Geno Smith is just Patrick Mahomes without a talented offensive coordinator <laughs> i've said it before on the pod he's like alex sounds smith. like something you'd say i yeah. said geno smith is and john has said it we read like patrick it mahomes. yesterday and didn't he look like it baby he looks like alex smith not patrick mahomes <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Jasper's locking in. He Juju actually Smith does look like Alex Smith. It, it literally was. It's like very efficient, not turning the ball over. That's and that's and Alex the, you know the rushing upside as well. Like Alex Smith used to run around, run around a little yeah. bit. He looked like Alex Smith back then. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the better comparison. As much as Johnny wants to troll Patrick Mahomes. Uh, all right, let's just for recap here. We're gonna lock in our player props for this Thursday night game. First touchdown. Uh, Everett is my lock. Brad is going to be Josh Palmer. Doc is going to be Mike Williams. And uh, Johnny's going to be Travis Kelsey. Our spread pick, I'm going Saints minus three, or I'm sorry, plus three over the Bucks. Uh, remind me of your guys' spread pick. Bengals Chargers minus plus seven. Four. Chargers Just plus four, Bengals six. minus seven, and Jets minus six. Those are our bets this week. Plus uh, again, Jets plus six. <laughs> Jets minus Bar- six would be outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind here. Um, and then, I, I like I said, Curtis Samuel, I think. We talked about the players uh, above. And Saquon Barkley, DFS, he got, he's a lock for me in DFS this week. You got to play him. Uh, Rig says, Everett Locke is on fire. Great call. Palmer Everett are top targets this week for probably for Fab. I agree. And Justin Fields looked better than Trey Lance. That's going to be something they're going to compare him uh, the rest of their careers. So that'll be interesting yeah. to watch. But if you guys are enjoying the content, please make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel. We're growing every day. We're up to 2.35K on YouTube. A basketball video dropped today with a uh, rookie mock draft. We also had a Jordan Mason video that Doc made that's dropped. I think it's already almost at 200 views. Uh, so uh, Doc put in a lot of good work with that, as well as Brad with the, and Jacob with the basketball video. If you guys are looking for strictly waiver wire talk, we have the tripwire that records every Monday night and is in your podcast feed Tuesday morning, giving you all the top waiver wire pickups at each position. So you could check that out for strictly waiver wire talk. We also have a bunch of great podcasts covering all three sports on this channel and great fantasy and betting advice. So please make sure you check out all the great stuff at Triple Play Fantasy. We're one of the top growing fantasy brands out there right now. Uh, and NBA Ring is going to close us out here with which game will have the highest total points. Uh, it's going to be the first one of the week. It's going to be the Chiefs, Chiefs Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I think Chiefs Chargers. Uh, let me see if there's a game that I feel better about doing. And I'm going to stall like David. And <laughs> it's it's there's just so many good uh, games that you can there's choose. There's a lot from, of but them. The one Eric wants yep. to choose in particular is. None of the teams have buys. <laughs> Johnny should just be the, I'm the staller. I'm not picking guys. the Bucks or the Saints. Or... Uh, Ravens Dolphins, low key potential shootout there. Cardinals but, Raiders. Uh, looking at the games. Cardinals Raiders. I would I would say that it has sneaky shootout potential, except for the fact that I don't expect the Cardinals to score a lot of points. To be honest, they and only also, got a lot of garbage time points against the Chiefs, as everybody let up a little bit. Or the uh, potentially the Vikings Eagles too could be a good one. I think any game with the Eagles actually will be a high-scoring game. I mean, they gave up so much to the Lions. <laughs> I think those are a lot of great picks there. If you guys want more great content, too, we're always in our Discord as well. Make sure if you want to check out the Discord, link will be in the description on the YouTube video. You can check out the TPF Discord, always buzzing. Uh, we're up to almost 100 members in there. So join the fun, join the community over at Triple Play Fantasy. It's a ton of great stuff here. But for Johnny, for Doc, for the Bradstradamus, I'm D-Mendy. We're going to make like a bread truck, and we're going to haul these buns. Catch you guys for week three.